0: practice we should practice
1: welcome into the sports buffoons podcast
2: ah!
1: That is right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. Welcome on in once again, back again to the Sports Buffoon Studios here out of Lenexa, Kansas. Uh, you guys might have noticed I had a little uh, growl in my voice. I've been listening to metal on the way to Tanner's house to the studios here today, um, and I couldn't help myself. Couldn't help myself but but feel that way, feel that energy about everything. So you know what? You know what? MLB playoffs are among us, and we're we're sitting here in the background trying to watch Mr. Connor Dawson's team. Uh, hopefully can pull off a big comeback win. We're going to see how that unfolds as the show goes. If so, you hear us yelling,
2: it's because it, well, stuff's no. going on.
1: We're, we're rooting for the Brewers right now in the background, so I'm hoping they can get this thing pulled out. We'll see. I hope for some good things. But regardless, guys, we got a lot of great football stuff to talk about today as well as easy money picks of the week, how we did last week, um, and then uh, just some of our thoughts on how we've gone through now a quarter of the season in the NFL and kind of how things are looking and it's it's probably a little different than we imagined going into the, the year i would say between all of us it's been an interesting season with that but uh first and foremost we got jason jd to my left tanner dawson my right i'm mike settle uh what you guys sipping on
0: right now i've got the uh the buzz balls chalk teas, but uh what i really want to know is what were you guys doing at 1 20 p.m today because I heard that the aliens were going to try to kidnap a bunch of people, and they actually did kidnap me. Like I was gone. I was off the grid for about an hour or so, but they kidnapped me. Nobody saw me between like one twenty and and two twenty. So I was gone off the grid for about an hour or so. They kidnapped me, but then they put me back because they told me the aliens said that they watched this fucking show. They said they watched we, you love the j g. We're going to put you back. But I heard a lot of other people got kidnapped at 120. but I, I turned my phone off. You know, I thought that's what we were supposed to do is turn your fucking phone off, but they kidnapped me anyway. So oh, well, I was, what driving. about you guys? Were you doing was, some bullshit? I was or on what? my way back. from you were, Emporia,
2: So I was just in Ottawa at one. And you
1: had both signals go through your dick at the same time. I, I you had, had your phone, phone and the and radio, radio went through your dick but, at the same time. But,
2: but the guy next to me, his phone never went off and it was on. Yeah. Like he was talking, he was on Snapchat.
1: So he was I, all I on know, Snapchat yeah, when it all happened. Now, here, now, well, I you, think Snapchat might be a Chinese kind of a, a app anyway. So, sure there's there something behind just that, te- the so top tick, they, they probably are not as interested in what was going on in America at the time. That's quite so true. Maybe that was the issue. Uh, yeah, mine was, uh, I you know, I have two phones at all times, so yeah, I had one phone off with the airplane mode on already. And then I had another phone that was my work phone, which I didn't care if it blew up or not because, uh, you know, it was your work phone. Who cares a shit? And so I had that sitting next to me, but I was driving, and I made sure as soon as I heard my phone go off, I muted the radio. Because I didn't want to hear <laughs> that shit come through the radio at the same time. I had to avoid. So my my, my main phone that I care about is perfectly safe, never once got infected, and never once had anything go through it. So. I,
2: I will say, guys, two hours after I got home from work, right? So three hours afterwards. My phone was acting up, slower than hell. It was like back in the day when we started our podcast on the old PC, mm-hmm. freezing up. I had to restart that, it. To that old five G
1: man, five G wave screwed up my, screwed up my I phone. I did have a headache afterwards. I noticed I, there's too many waves because oh, yeah. I was driving because I was at work. Yeah. driving. I, I, I had a lot of like feels like brain waves going through, like some, something going wrong with my head for a minute. When all that was going on, maybe too many things going on at the moment. Maybe um, you forget your tinfoil cap. Probably what it was. God damn! No, that's was. a that's
0: a signal. We talked
1: to you about it, dude. I I know. I planned it too myself.
0: But. I think the reason why I got kidnapped and you guys didn't is because I did a I did a fair enough job last huh? week. Put shaming the unvaccinated that's that's what i do i like to put shame the people that don't wow. get vaccinated so i didn't know that about you, you. can take that for what it's worth but I, I didn't know that you did that the aliens told me i did a good job and that's why they let me go Put shaming that might be one for the people the fans out there need to google themselves
1: you did more
2: than that um, last week
0: that way they can
1: learn a little <laughs> bit sure I, did. Aliens, I suppose but <laughs> sure yeah, that's I interesting did. man that, i didn't even know that about you that
0: you would do this like, we had things, a great but. show last week by the way like i think we got good reviews on that. It was a great fucking show last week, guys. All
1: right. Well, before we get into football, bad news. looks like the Brewers
0: had a rough time in that last inning. Oh, that's brutal. They didn't score.
1: No, no scores, even though the bases were loaded.
2: Again.
0: Don't we actually... We're going to in, guys. Don't right. we actually lose money? This, we're going to keep it together. This show loses money every time the Brewers lose. That, well, that's the way I understand we it. We don't gain money when they lose. I'll, probably, <laughs>
1: that I'll, put, that, I'll put that out there, so anyways guys i was asking about your fucking drinks so <laughs> <Buzz balls. laughs> you have a buzz ball <laughs> yeah yeah i, I
2: got i get the rest that of the goose uh that we goose. had last week
1: i got a power at zero um so you know very pure that a boy very pure electrolytes all the good stuff for you um so guys here's the thing we're gonna kick it off some chiefs talk and then we're gonna dive into some questions of mine now that we're at the quarter of the season that uh, i think people were surprised to see at this stage oh and, dude you gotta see the thumbnail I, got a good one. I, I don't think I've even seen the thumbnail you yet. You gotta see it. That looks like it sounds like fun. But uh, before we dig into that, which is this is also Chiefs related. Uh, I must say, so there was some a re- a report that a flight was delayed after a passenger puked taking a shot after every time Taylor Swift was shown during the Chiefs <laughs> first Jets game this past weekend. And this was apparently a flight that uh, some kind of well known sports columnist was on. Was but, it a chick?
0: Was that a woman or?
1: Um, I I believe it was a male. I'm I'm not sure, but it was, it was a male. Was, let's okay. just put it this way: it was 17 shots. So they did 17 shots, and they puked on the plane, and everything got delayed. Everything got everything got messed up uh, before they were able to take off. Was the report? Wow, um, okay. Now my question leading into that is, leading to the Chiefs is th- this whole Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey thing. Um, I'm getting slightly annoyed by the whole thing. I mean, it's it's gotten to where it's, in my opinion, it's a little overblown. Travis even made a statement about it today during or yesterday during his podcast on New Heights, just kind of how he thinks it's it's a little bit too much. And especially in his regard, especially with his situation, it was his exact statement. Yeah, Um, I think that we're in a situation where the NFL doesn't know how to handle the situation of a the biggest pop star in the world going to Chiefs games, going to the NFL games and what to do about it other than just show her 100 million times. And now that's the focal point of the game, it seems like. Um, I think it's getting a little old. I'm, I'm ready to get back to football. I mean, this to me does not need to be Tony Romo and Jessica Simpson and and all of the things that went around with that. I mean, it's just let Travis and Taylor Swift do their thing. I think it's funny to see pictures of them out dating. I think it's funny when they drove off in the uh, the convertible. that shit's great. I love it. I have no problem with that, you guys. I have no problem with any of that kind of stuff. But the whole idea that oh, every time the Chiefs play now, we got to show Taylor Swift clapping her hands and and fist-bumping guys around her and just all this other kind of crazy stuff. I just don't care. I don't care. I want to keep my focus during the game on the field at this point. The Bears game when we showed her at first was funny. It's no longer funny anymore, guys. It's been two weeks and I'm kind of over the whole thing. But um, before I get into some of my thoughts about that situation, do you guys have anything to say about what I just told you about someone puking uh, after doing 17 shots?
2: That's a long day.
1: Yeah, a long night.
0: Yeah, I, I could see myself doing that. <laughs> I, could, I could do something 17 like shots that. I mean, or puke. You would not puke. You, but the, the thing of it is, is you said it was on an airplane, right? Oh, yeah. Now, you guys know how I like to act on an airplane.
2: What's that bill like in the end, you know?
0: Well, well, I, I think man, she it, probably it did depends. some before there, probably in the
1: airport. You have stopovers, airport, and, and then, then got on hmm. the plane. Maybe did two more. I don't know. Maybe that, you, that was her changed. downfall: was getting on the airplane.
0: You can have stopovers. You can get yeah. drunk on the layovers, and you can, you know, they always say that you're not supposed to bring shot bottles mm-hmm. on the plane, but people do it anyway. I mean, who knows what they were doing? But um, yeah, I mean that 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 could be a problem, man. Like I, I could see myself in that person's shoes. And um, that it, like I would probably do something like that, 17 shots. I probably wouldn't pass out, but I was definitely blackout. I'm not gonna remember any of that shit. <laughs> I'm not the type of person that would black out, or no, I'm sorry, I wouldn't pass out in that situation, but I, I would most definitely black out. So you're not gonna remember anything. Uh, but that, that's that's the difference between me and a lot of a lot of these other people out there they will actually pass the fuck out on the floor. Whereas the JG I'll never pass out. You know, I might be, I might lock myself in the bathroom, well, you know, on the airplane. I might lock myself in the well, lavatory. What, what do we call use? it? Hey, Hey, what do we call it? We, we don't call it bathrooms. We call it the lavatory on the fucking airplane. You think I ever, probably walk uh, myself in there and get
1: drunk. Pissed on a stairwell or <laughs> pissed over mm-hmm. a broken
2: urinal? You ever dry heaved mm-hmm. with your face in the ca- a chair? Would you do mm-hmm. those
0: things? It's <laughs> possible you'd ever do uh, You know, that, that that sounds like a conspiracy theory, more if you really want to know the truth. But, uh, you know, like, I understand why they did it. Uh, but that that's that person went down the J.G. school of thought where we just, we do shots. You know, we do shots, and we don't care about... At some point, you don't really care about Taylor Swift. You like, you just care about getting drunk. So I think that's what happened there. I've been mad. I've been, I've been pretty
1: upset. Uh, Tanner, what are your thoughts on this whole Taylor swift Kelsey thing? I mean, how do we get through this current situation as fans? We
2: we don't. We just got to endure it. But, I mean, it's week five,
1: man. We're, gonna, we're, we're coming up on week five. It's a long season, dude. I can't deal
0: with this all year long.
2: Wait till... If it ever ends, it's going to be three times worse.
0: It's all about the culture. Oh, if they break if up, if they break up,
2: no. it's going to be three times
1: worse. I, I feel the exact opposite. No. You know, if or when. Here's the thing: I've heard uh, just to say what I've heard as now a supposed, uh, you know, fan of the relationship or whatever you want to call me. Allegedly, um, is that apparently Taylor Swift's enjoying the relationship. She thinks that um, he's great and down to earth, and um, she enjoys that. You know, she uh, that he's been doing a lot of work to uh, show interest in her, blah blah blah, like <laughs> I mean, all that kind of good stuff. You know, so I mean that that's the situation at, at hand. It sounds like things are going well. She also Which thinks good. he's attractive, and they have a lot in common. I good. mean, they're both 34 years old. Here's the they're thing, both guys. the exact same age. They grew up in the in the the you know, and we all know Kelsey swag. Kelsey's Kelsey's yeah. a '90s kid like I am. God damn it! And so I'm, I'm I'm about feeling that kind of swag. So I'm a I'm appreciative of that.
0: You but, you can sit there and say that it's going well or it's not going well. It doesn't matter. That mm-hmm. that relationship doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what's the culture around the Chiefs locker room. I hope okay? we can just not What's the culture? Make okay? Issue. Because if the Chiefs are winning, guess what? Nobody gives a fuck, right? Patrick Mahomes is going to do what Patrick Mahomes does. But if players start playing like shit, that's going to be an issue. I will tell you this, the guys, the other guys in the organization, when all we pay attention to every fucking week is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, you got, you got to, you got the rest of that whole fucking roster that is going to get tired of hearing about that shit. And that there's the potential that those guys could actually play better. They could play angry. They could play pissed. And uh, that, that could be a good situation for the locker room. But at some point,
2: don't feel like it's going to, if happen.
0: you, if you start playing like shit, you know what, you know, we, we got to cut bait. That, that's a that, that includes, thing. that includes Taylor Swift. And I'm not suggesting that that's going to happen. Now, like, I don't want that to happen. I hope that they have a I don't very, think it's gonna happen. I hope they have a very fruitful relationship, but if it doesn't happen, then, you know, you got to cut bait with that, with that chick. You know right. what I'm saying?
2: I mean, so far so good. Right. So let's just, right. uh, hopefully ignore it and move on.
0: Now
1: let's talk football, guys. Um, Football. Here's the deal. So the Chiefs Jets game was not ideal. We started off 17-0 in this game. How in the world do you allow a game at 17-0 against the New York Jets and that kind of a of a messed up organization right now without Aaron Rodgers? You end up letting them come back to where the game's tied at one point. You're you're trying to just fight and scrap, and Mahomes has to make a slide at the end of the game just to run the clock out and all this kind of stuff. I mean. This should have been a blowout from the very beginning, and especially when it went 17-0, and yet we, we screwed around enough times to where that was no longer going to be possible. Um, I guess uh, what I, what I want to talk to you guys about real quick is that um, you know we're seeing Mahomes right now frustrated as I've probably ever seen him on a week-to-week basis. And what I mean by that is he's currently got eight touchdowns passing and four interceptions on the season. Also, right now, playing at his lowest level of his career at the moment um, on a week to week basis. And that, in a lot of ways, for me, comes down to the lack of receivers stepping up and and, and trust. Yeah. He doesn't have trust in receivers. Marquez Valdez Scaling has nine catches on this entire season. And he is our WR, supposed to be the WR1. He's the highest paid receiver by far on this roster. And the, and it's it's one of those things that it's it's frustrating to watch unfold. Sky Moore um, is, you guys already know what I think of him. Sucks. But he's a total waste Sucks. of space on the field. Once again, got zero catches on this last game. Um, Kadarius Toney is always injured. And so when he does play, it's maybe a few snaps here and there, but not reliable. Rasheed Rice needs to get more playing time. Justin Ross, I mean, me I mean, we need to probably see more Justin Ross. There's no reason not oh. to. Why would you not get him out there more often? I don't understand. Um, So that's a thing. Uh, And then you got Justin Watson, who's everyone's like most favorite yet frustrating receiver to watch as well, because Mahomes trusts him, but he's also not going to be a playmaker at the same time. And so we have this guy that's on the roster that everyone feels like, okay, well, Mahomes likes him, but he also can't do shit after the catch. He's good for like some deep balls here and there, but never going to do much after. We're down to now throwing. 20-something-yard touchdown pass, a 30-yard touchdown pass to Noah Gray. That's our next best receiver after Travis Kelsey, you guys. I'm On this roster, I'm serious. The most reliable wide receiver or tight end on this roster after Travis Kelsey is Noah Gray. That is the most reliable thing we have on a down-to-down basis per game. I'm serious. This is getting to where it's sad and pathetic to watch unfold this arsenal of, of crap going on. Here's the thing. We went into this offseason and preseason. We're going, oh, gosh, the, re- the receivers are an issue. The receivers are an issue. We know that they're not going to be up to par. We went to training camp, and we're like, oh, damn. We see some talent here. We see some promise here. We see some guys that maybe could you know, be a, be a part of this offense that are going to be surprising. Well, she Rice looks really good, which, you know, give him time. He will look good. Sky Moore at the time, though, in, in training camp was getting a lot of action on some of these underneath rollout passes out to the flats. Stuff like that. Designed plays for Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. We're not even seeing those, Tanner. No, we're not. We're not seeing design plays for Sky Moore. MVS, who is our deep threat on this roster. Highest paid wide receiver by far on this roster. Doesn't do shit. Doesn't do shit. Nine targets. What do we do? What do we do about this situation at hand? Because uh, to me, it's, it's going to be our downfall at the end. Mahomes right now has has his most rushing yards he's ever had through the first four games of his career. He his his highest ever in an entire season is about 380 yards rushing. Yeah. He's on pace for over 600 yards rushing. You know why? All those receivers are tied up, getting locked up by corners and safeties. And now you got to run for your freaking life every damn play. You got to scramble left, scramble right. You got to try to buy time every single play. Meanwhile, the truth is this offensive line is doing a pretty freaking goddamn good job protecting Mahomes. Mahomes has the most time that I've seen him have actually in quite a while, but yet no one to throw to. How frustrating is that? As a fan and as a quarterback, Mahomes yet sits there this week and says, it's my fault. I'm not playing well enough. And it's true. He's not. He is making mistakes. Correct. But the receivers don't
2: help. But he's forcing forcing it into it is what he what it's happened.
1: So what do you guys think of this situation who, we have right now?
2: Who, who do you think leads in targets for the Chiefs right now?
1: Leads in targets right Outside now. of Travis Kelsey. Okay. Uh, probably a running back. I mean, if I had to guess at this moment, probably a running back uh, could be
0: Justin Watson. Yeah. But
2: What do you what do you who do you think, Jason?
0: Leading in targets, yeah. Outside of Kelsey.
2: Outside of Kelsey, Kelsey with twenty six.
0: I don't think it really matters.
2: But it who who do heavy. you think it is?
0: I'll throw I'll give it to Rashi Rice. I don't care.
2: Ding anyway, ding like, ding! Rashi Rice with nineteen targets. Nineteen. 20. 19 oh, okay. targets. 19. Sky Moore with 15 was second most right there. Uh, Kidorius Tony, Noah Gray, 13, 13, along with Justin Watson. We keep talking, we keep talking about Rice getting opportunities. 19 targets sounds like pretty good opportunity.
1: Well, in four games, I mean, it's not the 13
2: receptions, like, 140 yards.
1: When you're working on this kind of team, I think 19 is a little low actually.
2: I well, think, 20, I think when, Rice when,
1: needs to get his, his his targets up a little. When bit. Travis
2: Kelsey's sitting at twenty six, which we all know he's going to he, get, he missed a game. Yeah, and he missed, he missed a game. Like that's how
0: bad this is. Nineteen targets. But oh, what Ricky do you Rice. what do you mean by that, though? You say that's how bad but this is. Why is that bad? It's like bad. he's a rookie.
2: No, like, not receiver Rice.
0: Do we not want to elevate him? Do we're we talking
2: not- about guys such as Justin Watson. We're talking about
1: why other MBS. guys who are veterans of this offense are not getting open.
2: Envious is nine targets.
1: Nine That's, targets? Uh, okay, I, I said nine receptions. My bad, guys. Six I receptions. Meant, I meant nine targets. It's six receptions, nine targets. So nice. we're four weeks into the season. He's got nine targets, not receptions. I said receptions a minute no. ago. I meant nine targets Yeah, from Patrick Mahomes. We just signed this guy one year ago to a brand new contract, be part of this organization for three years. And you are giving us nine. You can only get open down the field for nine targets and 104 yards.
0: I don't think it matters, man. Like you guys are making a big deal about this. Like this early in the season, right? So we want guys like Rashi Rice. This is when you want to make a name for yourself. If you're a guy like Rashi Rice. Early in the season. Like MBS is a guy that shows up late in the season when we really need him. Meanwhile, you've got guys like look just look, let's just look at the rest of the AFC real quick. Like the AFC is not as good. It's not gonna be as difficult a path as we thought it was going to be. I mean, mm. you look at Josh Allen, look at the Bills. Look at the Maybe. Bills, right? Okay, so we all know that Josh Allen played oh, dude, he's a superstar in September. October, November, then he shits the bed towards the end of the year. So MBS is a guy that, that really shows up when you need him to show up. We want guys like Rashi rice to play big, right? The fuck now, like, like we have a good record, right? Like we, we lost a game. Okay. I don't really care. Like, but we have a winning record right now. The AFC is weak, much weaker than we thought it would be right now. So we need to get reps For guys like Rashi Rice, like like you you think that you think that targets matter right now. They really don't. The targets matter at the end of the year. okay? so we're working towards something like this is a long this is a long season. So I, I want you guys to just think of this in terms of, you know, let's take let's take baby steps in terms of like Rashi Rice. And even guys like Sky Moore. like right. we, We've got You're big right. expectations I don't of want Sky you to Moore, miss the
1: entire point of this, Jason.
0: The I'm enti- sure you
1: don't. The entire point is that Rashid Rice leads the wide receiver room in targets, and mm-hmm. yet we have veterans on this roster who've now been a part of this organization for two years or more who can't get over. Ra- Rashid Rice. getting okay. more snaps. Who are going to double the snaps. Rasheed Rice the snaps.
2: 19 targets. He also, outside of Kadarius' Tony's nine receptions, he he is second in catch percentage at sixty eight point four. There's 20 at sixty nine point two. That's Sky good. Moore forty
0: six point seven. My forty six point 46. seven. My point is that's a good thing, guys. No, I, that, that's a good thing early in the season. You guys act like this is the Super Bowl right now. This is we want to get these guys fucking reps early on so that they get experience.
1: All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey. I, I'm fine with. Uh, i for the that, that, that opinion. I'm figuring was, it out. I'm, I'm more frustrated with seeing the guys who are, have been a part of this organization now for a little bit, um, not showing the fuck up when they yeah. need to be, and so that's the frustrating. Part. And that yeah, oh, it, and it is. Funny. I agree
0: with you. It is very frustrating to me as well. But at the same time, like you look at the landscape of the AFC, nobody else is showing up either. I mean, the Bills. Yeah, the Bills. They play great. Guess what? nobody gives a fuck because they're not going to show up when it really counts. All right. And all the right. Bengals aren't going to show up. Okay. You
1: know? Oh, Hey, I, I all these fucking
0: teams suck ass. Honestly, I, if you I, want to know the truth, they I suck. Know, ass. I
1: appreciate that opinion. That's, that's good to hear. Um, and I, I hope that uh, we can get things figured out as time goes. I think you guys already know how I feel about uh, most of the guys on this roster when it comes to receivers. Um, I'm, I'm totally off MBS. I'm totally off sky more. I'm ready for anyone else, but them to just be involved more in the offense. MVS, um, I suppose can be a specialized deep threat receiver um, who is used literally the same way that uh, maybe, maybe the saints used uh Rashid, Sahid, whatever the hell, Rashid or, Shaheed. you know, just a guy that they literally plug in for like a random deep, deep throw here and there. Cause that's always really good for at this point in his career. Um, so anyways, guys, Let's uh let's move on. We don't need to talk about the Jets game too much. I mean it was it was frustrating can, a little bit, but it was rigged. Can, can we give a can we give rigged. a quick
2: shout out here? Like Isaiah Pacheco? Right. Oh absolutely. Isaiah Pacheco yeah. out here?
1: Yeah. Well, what do you want to do? Rocking it, like
2: look look what he's been doing since the start of the season. Look what he's been doing in carrying the offense. If, if yeah, he was, doesn't do his like, if uh, he didn't rush the way he did last week. We don't win that
1: game. No, I totally agree. And I you guys know I love Isaiah Pacheco. I love I love that guy. He's a great player, great receiver, even though we do not use him that way as, as much. Um, you know, he does all those things well. Um, I think that he probably that his forty was a forty one yard run, something like that. Yep. Um, it was the longest run by Chiefs running back in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, in a regular season game anyway. So
2: I just want want to make sure we we do hit some kind of positivity because
0: there is
1: positivity. There's positivity. I mean,
0: I'll give you the positivity. The positivity is that the Chiefs were up by 17 points and there there was no reason for the Jets to come back. The positivity is that the NFL knows that the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. They will make sure. They will make sure that, that we come out of the AFC, but there's going to be some bumps and bruises along the way. And uh, the, a lot of these, you know, a lot of times you think, oh, the Chiefs should cover that much like we said last week, you know, when we made our picks, we said, oh, the the, the Jets can't cover that. There's no way in hell. Well, the NFL likes to step in and 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 do some work on these point spreads. But in the end, the Chiefs are going to come out on top, OK, because the AFC is looks like shit right now. So I don't really care how we get there. You guys. You might disagree with me on this, but it's not, it shouldn't be easy to get to the AFC Championship or the one seed or the two seed, what have you. I mean, it doesn't matter how we fucking get there. The NFL is going to rig certain games. Okay. They're going to rig certain point spreads. We've already been over this shit. I don't know how many times, but, but as long as you get to the promised land, which is the AFC Championship, that, that, that's the only thing that matters, you know? All right, guys, going up against Vikings though this week.
1: Um, I'm glad we have a 3 p.m. game this week. That's nice to see. Uh, I'm not a fan of these late games so much these days. I mean, we getting getting that old age, you know. Um, But no, we're playing against Kirk Cousins, guys. guy we saw in the the quarterback show along with Patrick Mahomes, obviously. And um, I think the Vikings are up to an interesting start to their season. I think we've seen some frustration um, out of their locker room at times, but at the same time, this is, this is probably not a team to take lightly. The Vikings have firepower. Justin Jefferson's a, a top three receiver in the league right now. Join Adam's um, out there. And at the end of the day, yeah. Kurt Cousin, you guys, is, is one of those guys that's just above average enough to make you get a little worried. And so that's the way I would phrase things. I mean, but I do sure. want to point out something. The Vikings play a lot of zone defense. They do. And what we've seen recently is a lot of man-to-man against the Chiefs receivers. And, you know, we've seen how that's turned out. This is a situation, maybe the Vikings pull off that that zone defense and maybe go more man-to-man because it makes more sense going against a weaker opponent to go man-to-man. Because, just be told, Tanner, if we're going back to the origination of the zone defense, it was about, it first first of all, started off in high school and college like everything else does. But it started off as, as the idea that you play a zone instead of a man-to-man because you know you're going against a superior athletic team. hmm from the defensive standpoint, so the standpoint is we're going to sit in a zone rather than play man to man because we know we cannot physically match up with you man to man, where you know the NFL eventually adopted this and now here we are man to man that's or man to man and zone has become a thing, you know we're talking fifty years ago, you guys. But my my point of saying the Vikings should and could come off of this is that their cornerbacks and, and safeties who Harrison Smith just had three sacks in one game. But they should be coming off of that zone defense and playing more man to man going Rashidi. up against your Sky Moores and your MVS and your Justin Watson and your uh, Rashid Rice. Yep, and that's something. If I'm a defensive coordinator and I don't care what my strategy is, I'd be considering that myself as a way to combat this team. Because if you play zone and you know how smart Patrick Mahomes is and Travis Kelsey, they're always finding ways to fit into right, whatever the up. hole is in your zone, you're going to get picked apart. You will get picked apart. Mahomes is going to finally have 300 yards passing. You know he's going to, he's going to put up big numbers on your ass, and you're going to see finally see guys like Sky Moore have some catches, and MBS have a few catches that you're surprised about. You're going to go back to your your work desk on on Monday and go, wow, well, they finally showed up for a game. I wonder why. I wonder why. If you're the Vikings, play man to man. You're going to give yourself a better shot. I mean, you got a t- defense
2: right now that's 9.8 in the yards per completion right now in pass coverage. Right, giving up seven touchdowns, blown multiple games. Brian Murphy, if they like you said, if they just mm-hmm. get into a situation where they can play man to man, we've seen Brian Murphy already this year for the Vikings, getting guys face stop, stop name, big name mm-hmm. guys, uh, Evans as well.
1: Evans can be a guy too. I, I'm not worried about Byron Murphy I, against Travis Kelsey if that's what it comes down. I don't to. think
2: it, I don't think it'd be against Travis Kelsey though.
1: Just in general,
2: I think just in general, having him in a re- receiver's face. Well,
1: I, I think he's better as a corner than any of our receivers are at being a receiver.
2: I think I think the guy that we have to watch for on the uh, the side of uh, wait, do I even see him? <coughs> I don't. the The rookie safety last year that got hurt in England. I don't even see him in this list. That's kind of weird. I miss missed something. I mean, he, he would have been somebody I'm not really worried about. Harrison Smith isn't a pass coverage guy anymore. He's just a hard hitter to stop in the run. Give him down though, and blitz. Yeah. Uh, and maybe Metellus, maybe Bynum. That'd be it for that. So look, I, I think this is a very great chance for this Chiefs offense to start putting something together. And it should be uh, it should be one of those shootouts too where you got to put up offense numbers.
1: To stay up with this, I think the over/under is fifty-three at the moment. You know, if I, really I Last look, had a minute. I think it was somewhere around fifty-three, which is actually a pretty good over/under because, uh, well, I, I think it's overall a good over/under. But if the Chiefs' defense can get back to doing what they do best, you know, con- considering what we saw this past week, then it could be lower than that for sure.
2: It could be. Let's see here. Uh, totals few matchup So our totals mm. right now it is a four-point spread. So we know that. Went down from four and a half. Uh, your over under it is 53 on uh, DraftKings right now.
1: Yeah, I probably wouldn't touch it honestly. Do you want the
2: quick injury report? Uh, let's do a quick one for the fans. Okay, your injury report, uh, limited practices, what we'll touch for the Chiefs. Nick Bolton, limited practice, uh, and Jalen Watson, limited practice. Everybody mm-hmm. else was full. Uh, the Vikings side of things, Brian Osamoa, linebacker, limited practice, Bradbury is limited. Uh, with a back louise Lu- scene that's who i was thinking of uh oh, hamstring i forgot all about yes, him that's that's who i was thinking of he has a you know, hamstring G- georgia issue. safety yep limited practice davenport's limited metellus is limited Molins is limited well you we don't care about mullins but so i mean that's that's some actually decent players that are in a uh an issue safety safety uh in a free safety or i guess harrison smith was a uh, rest but you know that that's still guys that starter that starter material right there sure. on, on on limited practice right now. Yeah, most so. of them are. Hey, you know it's quite interesting there. Everybody else uh, for the Chiefs here is full practice or did not practice. Matt Di- Matt Dickerson is the only one that did not practice.
1: Yeah, what's what's the biggest one for the Vikings though?
2: Um, it had to be for me, looking at it here. It had to be Bradbury Center.
1: I think so. Okay, that makes sense with the back issue too. Yeah, if 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 he can go. But I mean, I mean you have Chris same.
2: Jones in the middle. Dana's playing, you know. Dana's playing really good, yeah, In the middle, uh, yeah. you know, the the way the the defensive line's playing. If you're missing your starting center,
1: oh yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I can only imagine it how be a, it could be. It could be, it be the, a rough uh, day for Kirk Cousins. We had to deal that kind of thing. Uh, so, Jason, what are your thoughts going into this matchup? Mm-hmm.
0: No, I'm with you guys. I think that the Vikings they have to go man to man in this situation, and I, I think like. A lot of people are saying like this is like a trap game for the Chiefs, right? Because you got mm-hmm. the Vikings with the shitty ass record. Chiefs, meanwhile, kind of just skated by the Jets and last week. Um, I, I just think this is these two teams right now, they are what they are. Like the NFC North to me is shitty right now. Like and it, it's just it's gonna be an epic, shitty performance by that by that entire Fucking division. I think the Vikings are a lot worse than you think they are, and you know we we let off this this discussion talking about weapons. And you said one guy, you said one name, Justin Jefferson.
2: Yeah, he missed two. Others. Is it is
0: it, is anybody like really? Do we do we really care about the rest of their weapons? T- I t- mean, Tanner tight
2: ends always wrecks up. Tanner Tanner, that's fine.
0: Tight ends always, but I was like, this this is kind of toward
2: Addison's not nobody to be shy about.
0: This is like a reversion to the mean. I mean, the Vikings played very, very well last year. Jalen Watson's back for the record. That's true. Vikings won a lot of close games last year. Like I I just think their entire division is trash this year. The Bears are trash. I mean the Lions beat us already. So Yeah, yeah. Well that that should tell you something. If that's the best team, if that's the best team in the fucking division is the Lions. We haven't won shit and I don't know how many not years, but decades. That should tell you something about that fucking division. I, I just, I, I'm not, I'm not buying it, man. It's history I, turn, I, I personally, I I personally don't believe that the Vikings are going to put up a fight in this game. I really don't.
2: I mean, Cousins, I has, has, don't. So Cousins has 11 TDs. He's has uh, <clears throat> over 1200 yards already. Meanwhile, Mahomes is just barely squeaking by the thousand yard mark. With only
1: eight yeah, TDs, you have shitty ass receivers. Yeah, no one can get open. You can't do shit. You,
2: you can't discount. You just can't discount the weapons that Cousins has to throw to, and all it takes is a couple missed coverages, and you're down.
1: Yeah, no, I know it's frustrating, but, man. It, it is what it is at this I, point. Here's my Cousins thing. is also going to be more prone to these stupid the stupid mistakes. It, that's his issue. Mahomes, right Mahomes right. makes yes. mistakes, especially this last game. We saw him have not a good performance. Correct. We saw Mahomes make bonehead throws and mistakes and you know he was overthinking some throws here and there but in the, the day, like you don't see him typically make the dumb dumb mistakes like the dumb ones the dumb ones that are just like why would you the do interception like,
2: in the corner to osborne for some freaking just, reason just call,
1: something like where you know pick sixes you don't see my homes throw a lot of picks this, this is a defense the interceptions kind of he does throw are going to be more down the field or li- linebackers he Correct. throws more picks probably to linebackers than in their possession. I actually love to do a, a uh, study. I actually love to do a study on that. I think Mahomes, the majority of Mahomes' interceptions, I believe, are from linebackers more so than safeties or corners. And I'm going to do my own study now that I've said it out loud. <laughs> I want to do my own study on that. Don't say it out loud. It, but I, I think For that's God been thanks. the majority Don't
0: of it his. More, <laughs> <resistance>. <laughs> more involved with that but hey man like, what the, the bottom line <laughs> is four
2: two two that's his turnovers so far the, the so bottom line here, here three, four, is two, like two
0: pat games. patrick mahomes patrick yeah. mahomes is more motivated than kirk cousins right now you know why because patrick kirk, Mahomes barely beat that is- Coug, the Coug hunter Zach what? Wilson. I'm not ta- look, I'm not Kirk, talking about Zach. Wilson. Kirk Cousins, you, you
1: should be. Why would Kirk Cousins no, not be motivated? Move, he doesn't have a contract that. at the end of the so year. We, we,
0: barely beat, beat, we barely beat the Coug Hunter and Zach Wilson. The, 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 the guy that the whole country likes to talk shit on, right? We barely beat that guy. You oh, know? Man, so if that, that. if that guy sucks and Patrick Mahomes barely beat him, then he should be able to destroy Kirk Cousins. Kirk this, Cousins
2: is fighting for a contract next year. Tanner.
0: Fighting for a contract? How old is he? Is he not like a forty? Year, is he? Does he's, he not no, have? He's
1: not that old. He's, he might. He's going to get a contract. He will get a contract. He'll get a contract. Somebody, I'm dude. just saying, like he doesn't
2: have a contract at the moment to I mean, back himself. So what? Okay. What well, was whatever. the okay. vehicle? He's okay. thirty-five. First of all, he's thirty-five. Don't don't worry all that, about all that. that
1: shit's irrelevant anyway. Got I'm just you. saying, no.
2: it's it's a it's it actually, year for No, I, I, I agree to prove with himself.
0: you. That is irrelevant.
2: Why would it be irrelevant for a contract here?
0: I was going to bring up the fact that he. I was going to bring up the fact that he's made a shitload of money, probably a hundred million dollars, but he still drives an old beater van. He never even bought himself a new vehicle, so <laughs> it, it's probably not relevant to if you want to know the truth. You oh, guys get it October, dude.
1: It is Kurt October. You guys are getting It's Kurt October. Your, oh, t- t- your pick your scores right now. Tanner, you oh, go oh, first. Oh, you fuck. No, we're not. Seriously? This, you guys are trying to get off fucking t- We have more topics to go. God damn it. 37. No. Tanner, you go first. This have to do with the score, score prediction. Go.
2: Let's see here. 2021, Casey beat the Vikings by three. Not going to happen. Uh, 19, we beat the Vikings by three. So give me the score that we beat the Vikings by three. 30 to 27.
0: Yeah, give me thirty-one twenty-one. 31-21. The Vikings are not who we thought they were.
2: Who do we think they are?
0: We thought that they were a contender they're, last year. They were a 1-4 f- we
2: team. We one thought that they ahead.
0: were We thought that they were going to be maybe possibly win a playoff series last yeah. year. But guess what, guys? They lost to the fucking Giants. So mm-hmm. they're not who we thought they were. So you would be 31-21 Chiefs. I'm going 27-23 Chiefs.
1: So that is mine. Moving right along. All right, guys. Let's play a little game here for a minute. Now that we got our I love talk games, out man. of the way. Let's play of a game, dude.
0: you want to play a game.
1: Um, yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> play let's play a little game for a minute, you guys. I want to. Apparently, I want to parlay bet. I didn't even know I would play. Is a okay. boy? All right. Ugh. Um. So here we go. So NFL. Let's get it going, guys. So rapid fire. Give me a quick answer, and then also a fairly quick response. We're not getting dive into this. Just want to hear you guys. We can talk about this. Who is the best team in the AFC South? four weeks in don't what are you googling tanner tanner should know, go first freaking, first of all best, the, oh no 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 here it is go first, this man. is easy get sick of this the shit.
2: texans are the best team the texans are the best team
0: you fucking cheater
2: no i forgot you about you saw texans.
0: my fucking notes. i was you the, looked was at my fucking notes for a minute but I you did diamonds. not i did too tell me tell me what you really think you piece of I shit. i think the
2: texans are the best team easy why uh Stroud's throwing like monsters and he's beating teams. He shouldn't be beating
0: all right, okay, Tank Dell. oh, so, all right, all let right me you give talk your, what I'll give him the real answer, okay. Number one, he copied off of my ass. he was looking at my fucking notes, but the a f c South the Houston Texans are surging right now. They are the best team in that division c j. Stroud is the real deal. threw for three hundred and six yards, two touchdowns versus the Steelers and uh you know what guys houston is surging after losing their first two games of the year i don't but i don't i guys honestly i don't believe in the fucking steelers man i don't believe in that anybody what, in that what, fucking what,
2: what are we talking about steelers for
0: what, whatever <laughs> AFC South. I, don't, I, I don't i don't believe okay so we'll wait for the, Colts? the next question
2: do you believe in the jaguars do you believe in the titans
0: all i know is the fucking houston texans <laughs> beat the fucking steelers right that's all okay. i give a shit about so you That's go
1: Steelers. So it's the best team? No, no, no. no <laughs> so, fuck
0: you. Nah. Houston is the best team in that fucking division. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right.
1: So, no, here's the hey, thing. Man. That's true. I'm, I'm coming around on that idea because CJ Stroud has not thrown an in yes, interception yet this year. Correct. He's yes, not turning did. the ball over. If you have a quarterback that cannot turn the ball over all year, regardless go- of your situation, regardless of the fact that. Damian Pierce is averaging 2.8 yards per carry, which is not great, you guys. Nope. One touchdown, he's not putting up the numbers, you guys. CJ Stroud, at the end of the day, as a rookie quarterback, is, has 1,200 yards, yards passing. He has, what is it, uh, six touchdowns yep. thrown and zero picks. He does not turn the ball over. Go if ask, you don't turn the ball over, you're going to win a lot of games. Go ask Brock it, Purdy. It's, it's literally the exact thing the Titans needed to do as far as uh, their game plan of how to not lose games, but yet they can't figure out how to not do it continue to turn the ball over. That's that's the issue. But uh, I, I I digress. I, I think that uh it's it's a good take you guys all go in Texans. I appreciate that.
0: Bottom bottom line is I am not the NFL expert on the show, but the other two buffoons agreed with the JG because I threw that shit out there. I might be an expert one of these days. Next question the NFL
1: talk Steelers uh best team in the AFC North mm. this year through four games
2: Man, you guys are gonna hate me for this one. I'm going the Cleveland Browns. Really? Cleveland Browns. That doesn't make any sense. They just lost the Baltimore Ravens. No Deshaun Watson. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. I thought you said NFC North. AFC North. AFC. AFC AFC North. North. All
2: right. They just they Deshaun Watson didn't play on Thursday. Obviously that hurt or Sunday that hurt the team out. Regardless, what we think of how Deshaun's playing, when Deshaun's in, that defense is playing lights out. And Deshaun's getting people the ball that when they need to, and he's playing very aggressive this year. I think the Browns are the best team. I think they would have beat Baltimore last last week if if Deshaun Watson played. Do you feel like you're going on a hot take for this one? Tiny bit. I think any team that you go out for in the AFC North is a hot take, though.
1: And we're we're obviously uh, dismissing the Bengals. and Joe Burrow has the worst quarterback rating in the NFL right now.
2: Make fart noises with my mouth.
1: Um, Which is awesome. Uh, I I appreciate that. I mean, Joe Burrow, I don't give a fuck what happens to his career at this point. Um, But we also have to think about, obviously, you got the Baltimore Ravens and you
0: said you don't believe in the Steelers. No, fuck no.
1: Well, so what's left? What's left?
0: So Hmm. like, we all thought that Joe Burrow, when we made our picks at the beginning of the season, which was a fucking disaster, Because your boy JG took the fucking Bengals to run away with this shit. I didn't do. Well, we the problem is we don't have a healthy motherfucker at the quarterback position on the Bengals right now. So now the default is obviously the Baltimore Ravens. That is the best team in the division because they like they just haven't like there there's nobody else left. I mean, like I believe it I believe in Lamar. I because Lamar has been an MVP in this fucking league. So he's already proved himself in terms of the quarterback position, but now that the rest of that fucking division sucks. So yeah, I'll yeah. give me the Ravens all it day long.
1: Four weeks into there's four weeks ago, Tanner on this show, we talked about this division and we talked about, you know, how, you know, it could be one of the more, uh, you know, diverse divisions and you, hardest to, 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 to pick, I guess. Cause there's a lot of people that Do you are believers want the recap? in the Steelers. We can have a recap, but
0: we, we don't you, need a recap. We don't, don't need know, a
1: recap that? right now,
0: but Daniels, here's the thing: Ravens, that, Ravens. I had Ravens. That was the pick. I had I, Ravens. I picked Ravens. He was the Bengal. I know. The bottom well, line is that Joe Burrow <laughs> God, is not I right. I saved it. Joe I, Burrow is not. I got right. received. I know you got receipts. Okay?
1: Here's the thing. Tanner, <laughs> Tanner, he's keeping Tanner, receipts. Good I, job, I, man. The thing I'd I'd argue, money. One thing I argue about with your <laughs> you current take is that without Nick Chubb, what you what you're wanting out there that from the Browns is, is not going to happen. The defense is
2: playing phenomenal. It can keep without Nick. Without
1: Nick Chubb, it's
0: not going to work. the Ravens are the better team in this whole division. that's not even close. Well, did opinion. you just say Kareem Hunt? Is Kareem Hunt going to take him to the promised land? You Who pre- gives a shit about Kareem back. Hunt? Uh, uh, three and a half I'm just kidding. You asked me the shit. question.
2: I gave you my answer.
0: That's fine. I
1: appreciate that. Thank you very much. I got two more questions, you guys, um, before we move on to That's our easy gosh, money bet of the week. So here we go. Your What is your biggest disappointment in the league through four weeks of the NFL season at this point? It's moved on quick, guys. It's, it's happened fast. It gets Four weeks in. It feels like it just started yesterday. I'll tell you what,
0: I, I've got a lot of disappointments, but I, I think I would go with the disappointment of the world right now. A lot okay. of people, a lot of people thought that Justin Fields would turn it around this year because that division was up for grabs. <laughs> I'm not talking you know? Bears again. You had Hey, fuck you, man. Did I literally talk about that for a half hour? Last hey, he week? can say whatever he wants. <laughs> it's, his, it's, his, it's his disappointment. <laughs> the, the bottom line is like, when you when you when we looked at the fact that Aaron Rodgers was going was to be out of that division, this was Justin Fields time. The problem is, we also thought that that coaching staff was going to turn around. But unfortunately, that coaching staff turned out to be a piece of shit. And they wanted to ruin Justin Fields career and They're probably going to draft a different quarterback next year and get Justin Fields, run his ass out of town. And they thought Matt Nagy was the problem. Yeah. Oh, they thought, oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) the the Chicago Bears, like, they're beyond, for me, you talk about the biggest disappointment. They are beyond disappointment for me. This is a disaster. I, I thought that Justin Fields could have a legitimate career. They fucking destroyed it before it even started. I mean, they brought in DJ Moore. To help him and it's just not there there's nothing going on down there. It's a piece of shit organization. And I, I feel bad for Justin Fields because they're gonna get rid of his ass.
1: Okay. Hey man, I, I appreciate that. I like that one. I mean, that's a good I mean, I think in a lot of ways it's right too. So I, mean, I feel you, It's man. not wrong.
0: I, I'm General, <laughs> what do you mean it's not it's wrong? It's not wrong. The Bears it's the biggest disappointment the Bears. in the fucking NFL. I, I'd say the Bears are well, right
1: I also I also want to say one thing. I think it was a little overhyped too. I think correct. there was a lot correct. of hype going into the year for the Bears to have like figured
0: it all out all of a sudden after losing ten in a row. But you but, knew you knew the Vikings were gonna take a step mm, back. Barely you knew that the Packers were gonna take a step back. You knew that the Lions were mm. you a lot of people thought the Lions were overhyped. Yeah, the Lions right. were hyped correctly. Oh well that's fine. They were correct, but hyped. but nobody's believed in them for
1: fucking decades. Here's the thing you can't overcome your own stupidity. And so that's what the Bears have done. <laughs> Is the team? (laughs) No. So even though the Packers suck, even though the Vikings have fucked up here and there, even though the Lions are, you know, they're they're not bad. The Bears, at the end of the day, are have to deal with themselves. So basically, you sit in your own bed. So now make it.
0: So so basically, what you're telling me to go back? Let's just go back a few a few years here. What you're telling me is that the Bears are not who we thought thought they they were. were. Now, no bottom line,
1: I will let you say that comment. The Bears, well, they're worse than I thought, so I guess uh, I, I, you can know, all agree. That's sad. The man. Bears they're are not, not we who we thought we were, they're <laughs> so not. but that not they're not who The Bears were. Or who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, there's no, there's so much for this answer. You can, sad, you can go sad. uh Atlanta's offensive of situation, you can go to the Giants' offensive of situation. I think, end of the day, outside of the Bears. Uh, I mean, another team full of hype, another team full of promise, another team full of what it might have been is the Denver fucking Broncos. Biggest oh, disappointment. Shit. Biggest really? disappointment.
0: You're going there. John Payton,
2: new coaching staff, new chemistry, new morale coming I, into play. No, that's bullshit. Why Why would it be bullshit?
0: I, I disagree mm-hmm. with you. That's not the biggest disappointment. No, I because said outside I told you guys, of the Chicago Bears. I told you guys. Okay, that's fine. But outside, I, I told you guys last week, like Sean Payton is—he's got a blank check. He can do whatever the fuck Correct. he wants. That's what he—he has—he's in it's no still danger. Still a disappointment. He's in no danger of getting fired. He's had a shitball fucking quarterback and Russell—Russell Potato, Russell Wilson, whatever the fuck you want to call him. So to me, that's not a not, huge disappointment. Not even
2: Josh McDaniels. You're playing lost the by AFC West. Points.
0: You're playing the AFC West.
2: Not You're even Josh
0: lost semi. Like points. the best thing that you could do, be competitive. The elsewhere. best thing that you could do is just fucking tank and get a legitimate quarterback yeah, I, to try to compete against guys like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. That's not going to happen right now. So to me, that's not a disappointment.
2: Sitting at one and three with a minus fifty point differential.
0: The biggest disappointment for me through
2: five weeks, four I'll, weeks. I'll, I'll
0: tell you what. I, I've got Denver Broncos fans in my family. The biggest disappointment for me, if I were a Broncos fan, is to not get a legitimate quarterback in next year's hey, draft. I, That's the fucking hey, disappointment. Mike, not fucking the way they're playing right now. Did, nobody see, gives a fuck.
2: did we see Broncos in the list of teams?
0: Of what?
2: Of a Homeboy wanting to play that he would pick his team. If not, he'll go uh, back. No. I didn't see Broncos in that no. list. No. Broncos better hope they're not number one. No. I'm going to say no. They're going to be sorely disappointed for many
1: years. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about all that one, man. It was an interesting one. Uh, I, I got. I got probably three in mm-hmm. mind right now. Um, one of them is not arguable, but it's more of just that I'm disappointed to see how quickly Aaron Rodgers' Jets uh, season ended. Taint. And you know, it was after only just a couple short plays, and that's disappointing to me because as a fan of the game itself, you know, i would have been much more excited to watch Jets Chiefs on prime time with Aaron Rodgers rather than here we are talking about Zach Wilson and what a a wonderful game he played. Now he has some believers, which is awesome. I'm glad those dumbasses can enjoy themselves for a week or so. Um, The other one for me is also the Chiefs wide receivers are just a major disappointment uh, just uh, personally, because I had a lot of belief going into the year that there would be more impact from the wide receiver group. And I, I really believed in, Marquez to get more involved. I believed in Sky Morty. And you guys know I had low expectations for Sky. But to get more involved than what we've seen. I mean, which is asking for barely anything at all. I mean, I'd rather have Marvin Menace on this team. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have give me those guys. Give me Slime O. I'll take them, man. <laughs> I'll take the I'll take those guys on this team right now, man. Um, and now and now you are telling me Rasheed Rice to lose the wide right receivers and targets on the year. And he's had, I think a few drops of his own, but same time, I at I, I least like that. We're trying to get him involved because he's going to be good. Eventually it we'll would just get him more involved as time goes on. But this group is not at all what I thought it was going to be when I watched them training camp. And I went up there two different days and I was happy both days with what I saw on the field. And I know it's against air. I understand that yeah. guys it's against air. You're not, you're not watching a practice against other actual NFL defenders who are trying their hearts out to make an impact. Um, and, and obviously, our main practice, Tanner, uh, before we even got to the live drills, got rained out. So, yeah. anyways, um, after that, I got one more. I, for me, it's the Jaguars. How's, Tre- how's Tre- next team Trevor too? Lawrence has had a bit of a rough start, um, more so than I definitely thought. Um, they lost the, the, the Houston Texans 37-17. to They did beat the Falcons this past week, obviously, 23-7, which is great, out there in London, which is their second home. Um, and then they, they played tough with the chiefs though, 17 to nine in that game. But the offense, man, the Jaguars offense is to me is the thing that's like the most concerning because I'm like, that's what was going to carry you. In my opinion, throughout the year was that offense and you beat the Colts 20 or 31 to 23. I just, I want to see the Jaguars make like pull away, like prove to us all three sitting here who all say maybe the Texans are the best team in your division that we're all fucking wrong. And we're all dumbasses because they could they could pull this thing out we could they could get Everybody's this thing tired turned around. Too, too so because are you are, are you telling me cJ Stroud is as good or if not better than Trevor Lawrence already because right. that's nuts if you guys all think that that's nuts and I think if Trevor Lawrence comes out plays the way he needs to be playing, then these these weird scores we've been saying where they're getting beat by thirty seven to seventeen as the Texans like stuff like that like that's gonna go away mm-hmm. and, and also this past game with the Falcons. Loris didn't play great. He he played good enough to not lose. It's a statement game is this what weekend. He did. It has to be Jacksonville Bills. Buffalo. Jacksonville Buffalo, which in the past the Jaguars have had their number. Let's keep that and in mind. And they're in.
2: They're, now they're back in London Jaguars territory. I want to, even though again. they're not a home team, they're back in London for second week straight. So
1: right. So back again. That is true. I think the Jaguars could make a statement to make us all rethink our Texans' picks.
0: So. Well, I, just to be clear, if I'm betting on it right now, I'm still betting on the Jaguars to win that fucking division. Like, like I, I think right now the Texans are the best team in the division, but if I was placing a bet right now, I'm going all in on the Jags because I believe in Doug Peterson as his coach. I mean, did you guys, if you're a Jaguars fan, do you really want to bring Urban Meyer back in there. You think Doug Peterson is that shitty that you want to bring Urban Meyer back in there as the coach? Oh, probably not. Doug Peterson's not is, shitty at is, all. Is Doug Peterson not a Super Bowl winning fucking coach? I mean, like at some point you're going to see a reversion back to the mean. The only question is, is it going to happen second half of this season or is it going to take until next year to happen? My bet would be that it's probably going to happen this year. And uh, all these people that are betting against the Jags right now you might want to give it a little bit more time because it's still yep. a little bit early.
1: Yep, I agree. All right, one more question, guys. Let's not get too deep into this because we got one more thing to go over, obviously. Um, way too early MVP. This is Tanner's favorite topic every year. He's really good at it. He normally gives somebody who's a total dumbass. <laughs> and so uh, what do you got, Tanner? We'll start hey, you it was going to be Zach Wilson after last ass, week. But I was going to say, dumbass. who do you, who do you got, Tanner? Close. Tell us who your MVP is.
2: Look, it's hard to... The guy I want to put up there is 12th ranked overall in the in the QB rank, so I'm not putting him up there. Um, I don't like anybody else in the top five. One just got blown out last week from their division rival. Uh, so I went to the receivers, and I'm like, Justin Jefferson, Yeah, he's always good. I'm not giving it to him either because I don't think he's pulled away or made anything special this year. So just only one guy, Chris McCaffrey. 80 attempts, 459 yards, 5.74 yard average, six touchdowns, 21 targets, on top of the 18 receptions, 141 yards. This guy in 7.83 yards per reception. By the way, this this guy just has the numbers that statistically outshine everybody in in the between QBs, tight ends, and wide right receivers. Christian McCaffrey is your MVP at this point going in, and he also leads. Am I right? in PPR total fantasy points. He is the number 1 in fan points and standard and also in PPR.
1: Nice.
0: What you got, Jason? And I love this topic because the early season MVP, as we all know, doesn't mean shit because a lot of these fuckers play like shit when you get to the 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 end part of the season. And so um you know, there's a lot of guys out there I would love to pick if I was going to bet on it right now. I love Jalen Hurts. I mean, See, I, that's I who love, love Patchmore Hubs. If I'm making a bet right now, I don't, I do not care about these guys that play well in the beginning of the season. But if I had to give the award out right now, obviously it's going to Josh Allen, throwing for 1,048 yards, nine touchdowns, four interceptions, two rushing touchdowns. Again, this is a guy that I do not trust in December and January, but I do trust him. Outside of that first game, I trust him early in the season, September, October, maybe even into November if I'm feeling a little bit lucky. Uh, but I would give it if that award was given out right now, yeah, absolutely. Give it to Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Interesting pick.
1: I like it. I mean, I, I totally understand it as well. But I, I have to also agree with Tanner because uh, Brock Purdy would not be undefeated as a quarterback without Christian McCaffrey. Mm. And so to me... That makes you. If you can make that much of an impact on on a team on a field by uh, making sure your team is undefeated with you on the field in regular season, then uh, yeah, without a doubt, you you are the number one guy in the league right now. And on on a down per down basis, he's the most reliable when it comes to both rushing and receiving on this field. And um, to me, uh, McCaffrey is one of those guys that we've always thought this too. Because as long as he's healthy. We've always known he's he's your number one pick in fantasy, right? You know why? He gets all the touches. He got all the touches that matter. He gets all the receptions. He's also, you know, just badass as a running back. He, he does all the things well.
2: Yeah. So just, real, oh, of course, it pops up. actually on my phone. Uh, your current best odds for MVP, plus 400 for Josh Allen, leads the way. Mahomes still at 550, to at 600, Hurts at 800. Uh, after Lamar, Herbert, and Purdy, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey at plus 2,500.
1: <laughs> So here's the thing. I, I can't disagree with the Purdy McCaffrey thing because you got to put McCaffrey ahead of Purdy. No, fuck because no. Purdy is I'm not doing Purdy it. is not going to be Purdy right
0: now. You guys are. McCaffrey. You guys are haters when it comes to Brock Purdy. No, tell me, how, tell me how. Tell me
1: how many games Brock Purdy's won without Christian McCaffrey. And then we can go over some more details uh, because. Uh, that's, I mean that's that's fair point too, but he Purdy also doesn't turn the ball. Point, over. No, Purdy doesn't turn the ball over. But you also have the greatest offensive weapon. Back. weapon, yeah. weapon. And I'm true. saying in both ways. Yeah.
0: You just told me. You just told me you love quarterbacks that so don't turn the fucking ball over. So why don't you give sure. Purdy? Get Purdy some fucking credit here, right? I'm not doing that. Give him some fucking credit. He's a good player. Who? I like Purdy. If you could flip a coin right he's now, he's better
1: than Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll tell you that right now. Rock Purdy is a better quarterback than Jimmy
0: Garoppolo. Thank you for that. that because and. Does that, that make yes, you feel better about that it? That makes me feel okay. much better. I mean that when I say that. Jimmy Garoppolo Sucks had an ass. amazing, his winning percentage was amazing when and he I first told you started guys, his starting career. I told you guys, that's all over once he goes to the Raiders and it's it's over. Well, that but the, you can't measure his career by the Raiders because everybody's I career. I will. Everybody's career is over. I'm going to measure it by the Raiders no, because no. that's who I he
1: really uh, is. Kyle Shanahan, guys, is, you guys don't realize, top three coach in this entire fucking game. He will make. I don't. Fucks. I don't care he, about that. Kyle Shanahan is like Andy Reid was. You're trying to back before he would take little fuckers out yeah, there <laughs> after McDab and make them win twelve games. You are it was trying. Wild.
0: You're trashing Jimmy Garoppolo because he ended up on the Raiders. No, in, the, in much the same way no, that you would trash.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm saying Jimmy Garoppolo, Antonio Brown. Jimmy, you would trash Antonio Brown after no, he went to the Raiders. Jimmy Garoppolo is what he thought he was all along. The That's Raiders. That's what I'm saying about Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll tell you guys, Purdy is also a product of a fucking
0: wonderful Mm -hmm. offense with all the weapons in the world. So I will tell you this, guys. there's one team in the NFL that is not a measuring stick for your career. At the Same time, Brock Purdy is the Raiders. Brock Purdy
2: is good. Why didn't? Thank you. I'm not going to say he's not good. Why didn't Trey Lance? He's good.
1: Is he the MVP? Fuck no. But but you talk so much shit on Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm pissed. Because Jimmy Garoppolo sucks ass. He always has. He's on the Raiders. No. He's yes! sucked. You don't realize that He's been it's been a fraud all along. You've been fooled. No, what does
0: Willy Wonka say? Like you lose. You look Thanks, up. Sir. Look up Jimmy Garoppolo's record. Look up his fucking record. You with the
1: 49ers, but you should though.
0: That's the, that's was, why you're for fucking what, seven biased. years, seven years with the Niners. No, you should care about the way he started out his career with Br- oh, no, no. I gotta so give a fuck about Brady that. was injured. What Who gives the fuck a shit? are you talking about? Who gives
1: a shit? You should. Care. I don't give a fuck. You should. He care. sucks ass. No, he doesn't. Go sing more
0: songs to your daughter. How? <laughs> how? Wait, 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 wait. How did, Hey, Tanner, what was his career when he started out with it, the fucking Patriots it, and then the Niners? Here's his QB. Because he's this guy over here is full of here's shit. Here's his
2: also. QB record. So this is with him starting. Right, this is his QB
0: Right, the first 15 games. Well, first 15. 2 and 0
2: in 2016, 5 and 0 in 2017, 1-2. That's his responsibility and wins. 13 and 3 in 2019. With the
0: Niners? With
2: That's with uh, New England and the Niners. His QB team record and games started by this QB. I want to
0: you know what, know he, what he did that when they played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I want to know what that fucking 13 3. Yes, thank you. He's not care. a shitty. quarterback. That was his best year. He'd I don't only, care. He's he became,
2: never. He only touched three 000, over three thirty five hundred once other, and that was two thousand twenty one. He doesn't
0: do shit. He became a shitty quarterback when he went to the Raiders. Guys,
1: we we news flash. You about, hey Tanner. News flash. Remember, remember go to the Raiders. You suck. I used to talk about system quarterbacks all the time, yes. right? System quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo was a system how, quarterback. He's a winner. Who's how? a lucky motherfucker? with winner. Kyle Shanahan for as long as as long as he did, and Bill Belichick. Hey, by man. the man. Brock Purdy he is an a a actual good quarterback with the right head on his shoulders that's who fine. has also I love that. a great cast around
0: him that's which fine. makes him look ha- better than what he is. You How can we- say, and that's fine, if you want to say that Purdy is better than Garoppolo, I, I, believe, I agree with you on that. But that doesn't give you the right to call Jimmy Garoppolo a piece of shit he is. just because he ended he up is. on the fucking no. Raiders. He always
1: Bull was. Shit. He always Bull was. Shit. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is...
2: Yeah, he doesn't. Moving right along. He's not
0: good. I think it's time for betting, man. What are we going to do? All right. I've made so much fucking money. I've made so much fucking money. Can we do some bets? Seriously. Can we do some fucking bets? You piece of shit. Here. You ready? Come on. You ready? Or do you have something else to say? Ooh. He's got a lot. Can we
1: move say. on? He loves he loves,
0: he loves Jimmy Garoppolo. He loves no, him. Actually, he's he actually doesn't, the same he not like Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I love him because he's, he's a he's looking star, at the stats right now. And you should he has a limp dick hey, because he knows he sucks. That the between all three of us, you're more into porn than the, the other Jeez. two. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a porn star. He dated a porn Jimmy actor. Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes, he did. And I've so you're Tony talking Brown's trash. And Gino I I don't understand it. He was into porn in much the same way that you're into porn and you're talking shit on him. Well he's a, because he's a porn star and now all of a sudden, oh well for the Raiders. Now I hate him. I don't it. think he's a porn star. I don't know anything about him. I've never you, seen him. You you need to look at I've back, never seen him do gay porn. You need to look at his entire career. I've never you need it. To rethink what's going on. I've never on watched any
1: of his porn. So
0: Has nothing to do with. It has a lot to do with everything.
2: Let's get let's get into it. It's It's awful. Easy money bet of the week,
0: guys. (laughs) Easy money bet of the week. All right,
2: Tanner. How did we do last week? Let's talk about the recap here, Uh, guys. It was, it was one of those rough ones again. You know, Uh, definitely not the high end of things here. JG had Chiefs minus nine and a half. Mike with Ravens plus three. Got that, Dub. Good job. Uh, Chiefs also minus nine and a half. And oh, then uh shit the bed. so so you guys missed the Chiefs one by what five?
1: You guys shut the well, fucking bad, dude. Six, right? <laughs> six, I guess. But us suck. I I mean I had well he you were, up seventeen. 0 I know, I know. I'm when Mahomes slid at the end of the game. He
2: slid at the end of the game. I don't want to talk about that yet because I really want to trade him. I'm so. saying
1: I was 50-50. I want to trade his I ass. I got one right, one wrong. Game. I want to trade his ass, damn, but I'm sorry. not gonna talk about it. Okay, I'm sorry.
2: I wanna can I can I just have a small I just I don't need a JG session. I just okay. need a very small session. Say. Sam Laporta for me over four and a half receptions. Four receptions <laughs> alone in the in the first half Laporta right. in the first half. Are never, we going there? Are we he, going there? He never had less than five going in this game. Four receptions in the first mm-hmm. half. And they never targeted him uh, They did target him one other time in the second half. It was the interception. That the, the the he and uh, Goff ended up throwing. Lost that bet on the over four and a half. Utah State minus six. Utah State oh, is up by seven. Up by seven. Ten seconds to go. No, fifteen seconds to go.
0: You betting on that too?
1: Hold on. Let's No, he's done his experience.
2: i, I, I can I can I not Let's talk about his experience? Utah State minus six. UConn scores, right? To to tie the game, right? So six, all they gotta do is make the extra point. Utah State blocks the extra point. Mm. Time runs out. Win by one. Jesus. On fucking real Luckily, Seahawks did not fail me on my money line. We did get a dub, uh, so we ended up with two. We went two, and what was that, four? Uh, the JG's win percentage is now at 40%. Oh,
0: that's amazing. Mike's 60. I, ladder. I use the latter.
2: Myself is at 55. Our Sports Buffoon so total percentage, guys, mm. is at 52%. Shit. We're still we above gotta get, 50. We got to
1: get back up again, though. no, no. no here's the thing sports betting tanner we got to be above 55 correct 55 is the threshold that's, that we need to be above at all times that's where we're at and so let's let's make sure we're giving the people the right advice obviously the uh, first week um i i feel good about first couple weeks i mean i started out strong so i was heartbroken um, on this last weekend man. no but here's the thing we all had shit that went down that was like came down to like the last the last, last fucking like it was never anything that was out how does just, this happen like we were like really dead ass wrong it was more of like the Bottom barrel, random, most. It just didn't work. <laughs> so I'm hoping my pick is gonna end up being all right, but I don't know yet. I don't know. I'm a little so, worried. But
2: before we do this, guys, oh, shit, let's get our ad read
0: in.
1: GG, let's get it going.
0: Fuck me. All right, guys. You know what? I, I've got a lot of uh. When we, when we go every week, we go into this fucking. You know, segment where we talk about supposed
1: to say easy money, better than we
0: sports. No, fuck you. (laughs) When, When you go into the sports betting experience on this show, um, I go back to my life experience. So I've got a lot of good life experience, I've got a lot of bad life experience. But the one thing I know for sure, guys, on a positive note is that sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity. And I want to connect you all with an opportunity to get started or get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the most simple way to maximize your profits. And there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit my page, signupexpert.com slash buffoons, you'll be connected to all the books in your region, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All of these sports books have valuable signup offers for new users. And when you register through my link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. You want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand? Please consider signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com slash buffoons. Very nice. Thank you for that, man. You uh, inspired me. You piece of shit. I just, I just always want to be. Me. I want to get behind you and all your thoughts. You should and always inspire me. So like, oh, that's things. I appreciate you, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, guys. All right. So Tanner, are you ready? I'm Let's ready. Kick it off. Let's do it easy money better the week the easy money easy bet.
0: money bet of the week all right tanner kicking it off kicking it off
2: guys i don't have a uh i hate to say it i don't have a prop bet did not actually get the time to look up one this week uh just yet so uh work's been uh, pretty slamish. so uh we will give it off here we'll start with the nfl bet that i have uh before i move to my uh college bet but give me uh, the Houston Texans money line uh, for this week here. I think it's a very winnable game. These guys have been hot. And uh, I, think, uh, I, th- I think I'm going to go with what we just talked about there on Mike's rapid fire segment. Houston, you got to back these guys up. The way Stroud's playing, the way they're doing here, they're going against Atlanta, who's not a, who's not a very consistent team offensively. They tires their defense out very quickly. And I gotta I, watch out for Bijan. You do gotta watch out for Bijan, but I Bijan. think I think the more that Stroud's able to move the ball down the field gives their defense a chance to rest and scheme. And they're they're underdog favorites right now. You know they they have a plus two line right now, plus one and a half on some. I'm gonna go out full out and take the money line up plus one ten. Nice, yeah. I, in, I, into play there.
1: You almost took the one I wanted. Right I almost. Did. I literally. Were you gonna go to the line? I went with the oh money line. No, you went money. Okay. I was going the money line. So almost went that route. Um ended up looking back over everything and wanted to go more for an even odds again. Cuz um I don't know 2 weeks ago you guys, I did a parlay, not the best thing I could have ever done. I got two out of I got one out of two of those right. And this past week also did the same thing where I went with two picks and got one of the two right. And I'm kind of frustrated with doing that. You know, you guys know me. I'm always a one pick kind of guy where it's this is my Kind of guarantee of the week, and I'm tired of doing the parlays and the two picks for the week. Parlays suck, man. I, I might, I might do it again eventually throughout this year. Sucks. But my pick of the week is tomorrow night, which means you better be watching this fucking show either right now or, or uh, very quickly soon in the morning. Watch the
0: fucking show.
1: It is Commanders and Bears Thursday night football. You take the under 44 and a half in that game. Without a doubt, it is going to be. Quite a game of a shit show. First of all, Thursday night football, you guys. I mean, we know how this thing's always turn out. There's Night football is always a mess. And um, you know, the bears going through the bear things, and it's just gonna be it's not gonna be a fun situation for anybody involved in this game. Uh the 44 and a half is uh, is I don't know we know why they put it that that line. It doesn't really that, make sense to me. It does seem weird. I think that the uh, the the people who are watching Washington right now and they're seeing Eric Bennevi call the plays and all those kind of things. I think that they're starting to think that okay, maybe it was Sam Howell that's trying to get offense rolling and whatever. Um, at the end of the day, it's too high of a number. At the end of the day, it's too high of a number for either team. One of these to hit. Um, well,
2: it, I, it could be too because they did hit the over last week against Philadelphia. They hit the over uh, in Denver as well. well. Hey, they so they've hit the over in two of the four weeks. That's great. That's great. So, that's probably what it is. But,
1: you know, kind of like when I did at craps tonight, I mean, uh, when you see two in a row, you want to go opposite because and I went for three in a row and it did not end well.
2: Not not, um, not that the Bears attribute to much of this, but the over was hit three out of the four games for the Bears uh, during the Bears games as well.
1: Part of my reasoning as well is Thursday night football. And 44 and a half to me with these two teams – Offenses both with something to prove a little bit more. Um, I like I, this, actually. I'm going to go definitely on the under on this. So, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you guys an, an actual uh, score By the way, prediction. Okay, what you was your score? Go ahead. I was going to go uh, Commanders to take a win, 21-14. Okay,
2: so last year when they played around this time frame, October 13th, uh, it was 12-7 Washington. So that was a 40-and-a-half over-under. Over, under. 12-7 Washington was the, was the score.
1: Twelve to seven,
2: huh? On October thirteenth last year.
1: Yeah, I like uh, that. take the under, man. Forty-four and a half. I like it. So, JG, you're up next.
0: All right, man. You know what? I'm I'm looking at this uh, Steelers game. They are hosting the Ravens right now, and I I told you guys that I did believe in the Ravens to win the division. That's true. I mean, they're three and one right now. Steelers are two and two. However, you know, Mike Tomlin apparently is allergic to fucking losing records in his career. So, Steelers right now, um, I'm going to take them plus four against the Ravens. Steelers plus four. That's my pick. Um, you know, I don't. this is going to be a close game. Tough divisional matchup. But um, while I do believe in the Ravens this season, I don't necessarily believe in them this game. So, give me the Steelers. Wow, crazy man! So there is Saturday games,
2: guys. We do have college games out there, of course. Um, There is a game that uh, a couple games I am interested in, such as Kentucky plus fifteen against Georgia. Uh, Georgia has looked pretty abysmal,
1: um, may say the least. They have not looked. They they have not looked like a team that's ready to dominate. No, they don't. I mean, they look like they're ready to crumble in some ways. Actually, Uh, a
2: very fun game with Wyoming and Fresno State. Fresno State being number twenty four, undefeated wyoming at plus six and a half that could be a very good game as well uh there is uh also why doesn't it show my oh yeah because we're not top 25 anymore <laughs> hey that would make sense like hey you's not showing in top 25 huh yeah,
1: that's true after that Tanner. texas lost uh, you, mean, you mean you mean you came back down to reality uh yeah we we, we, we
2: uh we finally hit a team that i Figured would put us back in our place. I figured in that, that, too. In that one. <laughs> uh, we're going against another team. Uh, this is not part of the money bet, but this is just a mention for you guys there. Uh, as much of a jayhawk with my new basketball jersey. I hope you like it. It's colored, it's a final four.
0: Rock, o- it's jayhawk, baby. Yeah, it it's Mizzou Colors yeah.
2: with tie-dye. Yeah.
1: So, Ooh, so
2: UCF who blew uh Unreal, Unreal Deal. He they blew a 35 point lead. To Baylor last week and ended up losing by one uh to to Baylor UCF is currently unfavored at plus three and a half KU's favored by three and a half it was four actually earlier uh I I, I would wouldn't mind taking that UCF plus three and a half if you guys are at it my easy money bet that I am gonna throw out there though and I, I I've been looking around at this bet uh this afternoon uh when I was trying to make my picks. I was trying to figure out why is it set this way and I still can't figure it out Washington state at UCLA, uh, four and Washington state, number 13 in the nation, uh, a team that has beat Oregon state, uh, by three points. It has beat Wisconsin has beat Colorado state, uh, is not favored to win this game against UCLA who lost Utah seven to 14, uh, who also lost, uh, uh, can't remember these freaking names. The CC is some nobody. This team is not UCLA team is not good at three and one. I don't care what you say. Give me Washington State money line right now plus 150. Uh they're on Bet MGM. I I just I don't understand why this is happening. So give me give me Washington State to to take advantage of it while you can.
1: And I do I do at least appreciate you're the one on this show that does college bets, because I, you know, we stick to NFL throughout there's, our entire talk. There's of our more show. than just NFL going I know, on, you know? Tanner, I understand that we, we we sit here and talk about NFL all day or whatever. And you know, during NBA we talk about NBA, but we don't talk much college football. So no. um, I mean, somebody on here at least needs to do that every once in a while, I suppose. I, I, not not to not to say that I don't watch college football. I watch college, college football literally you do. every single weekend. I mean, I love college football, you guys. Which, I, which I'm kind of I, surprised if you don't. Free minute I can of my spare time yeah. on weekends, I'm watching college football. My girlfriend can sit here and uh, attest to that. Um, but uh, no, just, I just, I like the least, at least you give some college football. I know, I know we, we've given you some crap about it in the past. That's been a thing. But, uh, you know, I hope this week you at least do well with all those picks.
2: I, I didn't do, uh, again, I lost some heartbreakers. The UCF game being 35 <laughs> freaking point
1: <laughs> and at the, here's the thing at the end of the day tanner we as a group are sitting at 52 percent right we are which means we need to get that shit up above 55 that hey, is uh, the goal at all times in sports betting guys if you're above 55 that means you could be in the profit every single time you do make you do hey, no, that
0: that's bullshit jason uh, all you need jason. is 52 percent you just said we're at 52 percent yeah, you can make a profit. I'm, you can make a living. Dude, dude, you listen, can live I'm, I'm the rest of your life. trying to
1: just off tell the average dude, person listening dude, that's all you need to do. You to guys know
2: that there's going to be another leg in a month being added to this easy money bet of the week. What do you mean? College basketball starts 11 yeah, 6.
0: Yeah. yeah, I can work with
1: that. Yeah. I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. Yeah. 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 That. I'd rather do NBA. Hey, I'd rather
2: do NBA. NHL starts uh, actually Tuesday.
1: I'm not interested. Tanner. Tuesday.
2: Actually, why I, would I say I was very profitable? And tell people
1: a bunch of made up bullshit that I believe in. The, Meanwhile, they could be getting the truth where my heart the, really lays. The NHL with every single pick I make. I will
2: probably add every now and then. Uh, but that I, I won't start that for three weeks because I gotta see how the scoring trends go. I was really good at NHL last year. So I gotta see where these scoring trends go uh, as we uh, through three weeks. So all I know I'm, is, dude, uh,
0: if you're if you're sitting at fifty two percent with the buffoons, you're making a shitload of money. So you guys I, got nine minutes. Talk to me about NBA
1: for, hey, uh, for
2: a minute. if we win all this, guys, Damn. we get up to sixty percent.
0: All right. Here's the deal. That N- bad, NBA huh? news, NBA trade. We got some things that have gone down. Is your life really that bad that you have to sit here and listen to the fucking NBA talk? For I got no. Fucking bro, I got to cut mean, you guys shit, off at a
1: certain point. So. Let's
0: get it I'm going. going to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Tanner, what do you want to talk about here? Because we got a lot of shit going on right now. I know we have a certain person on this fucking show that hates the NBA. He can't stand it when we talk about the shit. Bullshit. But we do have a lot, a lot of things going on. So obviously the we know theater. that uh, Dame Lillard, Dame Time, got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. You've got emo sitting over there and the fucking in the fucking Miami heat uniform is pissed and he's all up in his feelings and dressing like, I don't know what the fuck he's dressing like. And then you got fucking, you got fucking drew holiday who said that he doesn't give a shit. What happens? He is a Milwaukee buck for life going to the Boston Celtics. So, Tanner, I want to know from you first off what, what is how, what is. Let's just talk about the East because I know like you could sit there and talk about the fact that Emo lost a couple of guys, right? He lost he lost Max Struess, yep. lost Gabe Benson, who yep. apparently is going to be the backup now. I saw a report earlier; he's not even going to be the fucking really? starter on the Lakers. What's going to be backing up uh, D'Angelo Russell? For the Lakers, that's probably not going to last very long. I actually like Gabe Vincent a little bit better than I like D'Angelo Russell, but that's neither here nor there. Bottom line is, he's not playing for the Heat right now. So, Emo is all up in his feelings. Jimmy Buckets. Um, so, I just want to talk about the East right now and what? how do you think this is going to play out? Because we all believe that the Bucks and the Celtics are going to be at the top two right now. It should be. At least in the East, if not in the entire NBA, at least contending with, you know, or against the Denver Nuggets. So who who do you give the edge to there after all of these trades have gone down?
2: It's gonna be weird to say this. And it's just the first off feelings, knowing, you know, what these superstar teams end up being. You gotta take the I think you gotta take an account of who is the less of the superstar trades that just went down. And it's gonna be Boston. Boston signed their two guys. You don't have to worry about money anymore. There in Boston, Drew Holiday has already been to a championship, so it's not like he hasn't been around it. And now you you made yourself better by getting rid of a Robert Williams, getting rid of a Malcolm Brogdon, Brogdon who never end up fitting in Celtics and the Boston world the right way. I think Boston is your is your team right now. They are plus four fifty, so they did move up uh, from five hundred. Uh, but Milwaukee's still favored to plus four hundred. But in the end. I think I think Boston is probably your favorite still uh to as we enter, enter the NBA season here in a, here in about a month.
0: And I agree with you on that. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon just he didn't accomplish what he was brought in there to accomplish and Correct. so I think that the Celtics did get better, okay? Yes. So they they got better um but if I'm making my pick, if I'm just talking about if we're walking into an Eastern conference finals right now, who I'm, who am I going to pick to win that fucking series? I don't care about the regular season schedule. Um, I am taking the Milwaukee bucks right now to win that series. Okay. If those two teams are just playing against each other in the seven game series, I'm taking the bucks right now. And the reason I'm taking the bucks is because they've already been there and done that, right? The Celtics, you know, they they just haven't really been to the mountaintop yet with this current team. They got rid of Robert Williams III, which I like. Yes. Couldn't stay healthy. They got rid of Brogdon, which I like. They So they're doing everything right here. But that doesn't necessarily take you to the promised land. You know, they lost Marcus Smart. Now, if Marcus Smart was still on this fucking roster, I would give you a completely different answer. Because smart was
2: that much of a he right? was the
0: heart and soul of that locker room, and he was the best defensive player on that team. And I understand they've got Porzingis; everybody loves Chris Tops, Porzingis, and that's fine. But Marcus Smart was kind of the heart and soul of that locker room, and so Drew Holiday is an amazing defender. Okay, but my problem, my problem with this whole trade is, is like while Boston thinks that they got better and that they took a step uh, forward. The Milwaukee Bucks took a bigger step forward. I love Drew Holiday, okay? Nobody's going to sit here and argue that Damian Lillard is a better defensive point guard than Drew Holiday. We all know that that's bullshit, right? Drew Holiday is a much better perimeter defender than Damian Lillard. We all know that. But Dame Time is a much better offensive player than Drew Holiday and and that's it it's just a bigger gap there okay yeah. so we know that drew is better on defense dame is better on offense the the gap there is just bigger so dame time brings you so much more on the offensive side of the floor than drew holiday can give you on the defensive side of the floor and they they've already got the experience dame time who's more motivated right now you can't sit there and tell me that the Celtics are more, more motivated. Why would okay? they be?
2: They didn't even make it to the finals.
0: Do you really think that Jalen Brown... Okay, yeah. I, I didn't want to go there. But do you really think that Jalen Brown wants to play in that city? After all of he the racist... He just racists, signed. All of the fucking racist why, why would he?
2: Why would he sign for a bunch of money if he didn't want to play in that city?
0: Jalen Brown... He's playing there. That's fine. He's <laughs> playing there. But he's had to deal with all the fucking racism that exists have in that fucking town. Do you really think... That, that, that he's gonna be motivated to play for that fucking city. Yeah, I don't. You think I don't? He'd already. You said you think he's just gonna sit racist. around. Do you think Boston's a racist town? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think anything, man. I I just go with the flow, right? Hey, let's. To I go with the game. flow. Jalen Brown. I don't <laughs> believe that he wants to play in that fucking town. And so it, we're it's we're talking tit for tat here. Okay, these two teams are fucking even. I'm they're telling really you. I'm, you of I'm, I'm telling you that Damian Lillard. <laughs> Damian Lillard is a better offensive player than Drew Holiday is on defense. And Drew Holiday is not even, he's not even all in, man. He just sat there and told you that he is going to be a Milwaukee buck for life. Okay. He's going to get paid this year. And I just don't believe, I don't believe that they're good enough. Okay. And everybody always talks about, oh, well, you know, 25% blacks. That's great. Let's talk about who's the best duo. Who's the Think best duo it. in the NBA right now? I I, I, I don't Boston, care about the in Boston, duo. Boston, 25% black, fifty. I don't like these people, these people in the media, white. They always they always talk about who's the best duo, black. who's the best duo. Would you please stop talking they're about not that racist. the best they're not that racist. duo in the league? I don't care. Hey, they they they're trying to sit there and cram Giannis and Dame Lillard down my fucking throat. I don't care. That is not the best duo in the NBA. Who is? I talk about Fucking big threes. Did Chris Middleton not win an NBA championship? I don't
2: care for Chris Middleton. With dude. Drew
0: Holiday, with Giannis He's Sanchez Cupo. I don't give a fuck sketchy, about the dude. dynamic duos. I want to see a big fucking three. Was Chris Middleton not sketchy. the closer? Sketchy. Was he not the Kyrie Irving Two years on the ago. fucking Bucks? Two years ago. When they won that fucking championship? Yeah. If everybody's healthy. Why can't he do it last year? Why that's couldn't... a big three. That's He's the not fucking a big, big three. three. Okay. I do not view Drew Holiday. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, that is not a big three. Middleton is such an overrated I player. I do view right Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Dame Time, that is a big three. Yeah, I Those agree. are the best three fucking players yeah. oh, in the fucking Eastern Conference.
2: Uh, I want to well, stop listening
0: that, but, to this fucking bullshit. Well, I agree with that it's the okay?
1: best big three. Only because stop talking about- the other two are so good at what they do that Chris Middleton's like almost like, uh, what's his name from the Heat back in the day, that was like the extra piece. Yeah.
2: I was like, oh, the the, the tall guy, Bosh. boss You of he, all
0: people, Chris Bosh of that situation. You're the person who should dominate this fucking segment because you have a big I, three in Phoenix. No, we you don't. have a fucking big no, three. Don't. You've got KD. You, you know, you no, got Biel, fuck, no. Biel, right? You've we got need a down You've low. got Brad Beal and Devin Booker. Looking, look, look. That's a fucking big three. I, do not care about fucking Drew Holiday, Tatum, and Jalen Brown. That's
1: not a fucking big three. you Anyone down low. You have no one down low it, as a Suns you, fan. You have you'll, you'll be okay. We have no one down low, so you'll, you'll, you'll be okay. You
0: know what you did? You did addition by subtraction. I agree. Chris Paul, fuck yourself. Now you have another one. John Raiden, go Tanner, fuck yourself. Talk to me about Big Three. What do you know about that? So I agree with that part. Can I, I, subtraction. Can, I,
2: can I just say this real quick here? So I, I went looking at the rosters again because it's been a little bit. Um, I, I actually do like the Milwaukee Bucks roster more than the uh, uh, Boston Celtics. I think there's more depth. And I didn't realize I, I must have missed it. You know, there's NFL and other stuff going on. Malik Beasley ended up signing for the Bucs. That's automatic depth. Right
0: and there. he he's a good shooter. If you look at his career numbers, what are the I Bucks Bucks can hit he can hit fucking daggers, but he had a bad year with the Lakers last the, year. Like he only, didn't shoot as well as he's capable of shooting. My,
2: my my final thing here with what went on the last two weeks with trades, right? The only thing that Makes sense on why Boston would probably win this thing next year, and if they keep him on there, they have an even better chance. They got a Ku player on there. So, look, look what Christian Brown. K, K, Ku player's What's, been on a roster like six of the last ten. NBA Christian Brown's
0: on the Nuggets. I know. Svi. Svi. My. My, oh.
2: my. He's gonna make it. Right? Okay, he's in Boston.
0: That's fine,
2: but anyways, no, it, it's a very interesting right, deal. Man. I'm interested to see how this Boston Celtics steps go. It's gonna be
0: wild, man. I would I, love I'm, to see that.
2: Gonna it's, gonna it's gonna be fun. It's
1: gonna be fun. Wild. Very nice. Well, I'm glad you guys got that out of your system, at
0: least for a while. Hey, um, you yeah. need to talk more next about. Time, the hey, 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 hey. I'm not talking about the- next week. You, next no, week. we're not talking about Mike. next week,
1: Mike. We're not talking about next week.
0: Fucking talk about the NBA, you piece of shit. I'm not
2: seeing anything. Sing with me. I'm not talking hey, the NBA. I'm not singing. No, no, sing with me we we're going to we're going we're gonna to imitate uh uh Jimmy Butler walking into the press conference right i'm on a lonely road the lonely oh, road oh your that favorite song I ever. ever known.
1: know yeah, yeah. Man, green oh, gay
0: oh man green gay go <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. emo
0: yeah. I'll, I'll pass on all that stuff, i love emo so. man i feel sorry for him though hey I guys I listen
1: to emo music myself i don't give a fuck but uh, I'm not interested man, in it's talking
0: shit. anymore um, NBA with Never was Emo. But Shout uh, out to Emo, emo. man. But yeah, I feel sorry for him. He's fast. Uh, by I'll the way, how,
2: how hilarious it that he walked in that way after Dame's trade and everything because he really mm. wanted Dame so bad? like to do pictures and stuff like that. It's, the it's not
0: a, people make a big I mean, fucking it's deal, funny, I guess it's not a big deal. No, it's it's dude. Funny. look, look at his hair last year yeah. during the media. set. it's, the it's, same, the same it's shit, just a different for the fucking most part. Fit.
2: He has fun with it.
0: You know, him, he has him him fun be. with it, but I, fine, do, no, I do, no I do. I really do feel sorry for him because he's one of my favorite did players you, in the league. And I feel like he, he should, he, he's earned the right to get some fucking players. Correct. In that fucking
2: did game. you, did you see how he was naming off teams like in his speech and stuff? And he didn't name Minnesota Timberwolves. He goes, the team, I won't name Chicago Bulls and stuff like that. (laughs) But he would never name Minnesota in the end. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah,
0: that's another guy I feel sorry for is fucking the Ant-Man because the Ant-Man is turning into a superstar right before our eyes, and his he has oh, a dog hey, shit fucking hey, roster man. over there. All right, we're what gonna what are the tra- day? I
1: can't wait for Towns to get traded. We're
0: gonna save else, that man. for a different day. That's a different day, man. <laughs> it's a different That's day. A different day.
1: Anyways, you guys, uh, if you guys out there listening uh have anything to say about the Chiefs' wide receiver situation, or just going forward to the NFL season whatsoever, or a fantasy questions, of talk course, about the NBA. If um, won, I wish we could have gotten shit. more time to talk fantasy with you guys today because we didn't want really to spend. Any it's time. been a few
2: weeks since we talked yeah. fantasy too.
1: We're right, but we had some questions last week about regarding around fantasy. Yeah, I I hope we steered those people in the right way. I think we probably did, um, yeah. but I would love to hear more fantasy questions along the way if we can. Um, but otherwise, you know, we'll be back here again once a once again on next Wednesday as a group. Uh, what, what are we missing? Give it, give us a follow, give us a shout out if we like, subscribe, almost go almost follow we, us on Spotify. Like total morons, but I I think for the most part. What's funny about that is that uh, I I've heard I listen to a lot of radio. You guys I listen to a lot of six ten and eight ten here oh, in Kansas City. I feel sorry for you, and man. they have a lot <laughs> of dumb motherfuckers out there Ooh, running that fucking brutal. shit. I can't believe
0: you um, just I, that. I
1: missed the brutal. old days of Jay Binkley when we had a real football fan on mm. the show. Um, Alex Gold, shout out to you. You're you're not one of the people I just mentioned. Yeah, um, we saw him
0: the other day. The I, Hollywood I like computer, I like I? Alex
1: Cole. He's a good dude, but the rest of the Cody Taff and like, guys, you guys are fucking morons. Taff is he's still around. Fucking morons.
0: <laughs> See, I wouldn't have to listen to radio. I'm, I'm saying they're fucking awful. Fesco, you already know how. Sometimes people. you might want to think about getting a brain.
1: <laughs> well, lo, those guys. Well, Fesco and, and Klingler, unfortunately, as much as I think Klingler is a great guy, controlled by the fucking product. <laughs> they're controlled by the product to do and say certain things. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. can't give real opinions. Um but I have my two my two favorites at the moment that are with the station. like I said, binkley has been uh I don't know he's he, he doesn't do anything anymore like he's not there anymore I heard him a few times since I've i been, I, the I missed month. the days from fucking eight years ago, man. it was what, just on. what a show that was you had you had Binkley, you had Brian Mikowski. You had uh, Henry Lake. Henry, Henry Lake, Henry Lake, Lake for, for Henry. A Oh yeah, don't
2: oh, yeah. know yeah. why he left. But I, I think his, I think the he was like me, dude. He got abducted by the aliens. Too. I think it was just kind of a problem. So
0: did Henry but Lake get abducted was... by aliens? No, he no, like, went back that's... to Minnesota. No, no he's maybe, in uh,
2: maybe more like so, I don't know. So no no. no, no, no. I I got a buddy that's in Minnesota. I talked to and he listens. He hears Henry Lake and he goes. It's the same damn thing he did in Casey. That's great. Same damn that's thing. That's great. Everything, everything that he tells me More is replicating. And it's even worse gonna, up there.
1: I, I'm sure it is. We're going <laughs> to save that. We're going to save that. But anyways, you guys, I appreciate y'all listening to the show. I know we uh, talk a lot of bullshit. We sit here and talk about our drinks. We talk about our nonsense. But that's also so that you sit in the home. If you're sitting there lonely on a Wednesday night, you can have one yourself and feel like you're hanging with the bros. And so... Uh, anyways, that's that's why we're here today. So, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, I will see y'all on the next one. Outro. See you guys.